So thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm sat with Amy um, from Temple of the Feminine. So tell us, what is Temple of the Feminine? Sure. So, hello everyone. Um, Temple of the Feminine I set up as it was part of my own journey in awakening my own feminine energy. So I started to kind of learn and understand this through my trainings in Tantra. Um, and I started to realize the benefits of connecting to my own feminine energy and how that's helped me in sort of my growth and my expansion. Um, and yeah, just sort of in enjoying the richness of life through this, this kind of awakening of that energy. What do you think um, the, what, or what, how would you explain the differences between a feminine and a masculine yeah. energy? Yeah, so the, these energies are, the, these are the terms that I use that I feel very comfortable with and they resonate with me. But it's really beyond gender. So if we think about polarity of, of the universe, of life, of, um, of Earth, of us, you know, everything around us has these sort of two polar forces that are always um, at play at any given time. You know, in Chinese or Taoist um, traditions, they know it to be sort of the yin, yin and yang. Yeah. Or in yoga, when you have um, hatha yoga, like heart and ta. Yeah. Um, so I know them to be the masculine and the feminine. That's the way I really understand them. So there are these two energies that we all um, embody. Mm. And in order to feel healthy and balanced, we need um, to have those energies in harmony. <laughs> Sorry, well, I'm going to say it because we're not going to edit this all out. We're laughing because someone's packing an Amazon box delivery and they're like, yeah, pulling tape. <laughs> anyway, continue. Yeah, and so um, the feminine energy is representative of, it's, it's more of a slower energy. It's the kind of introversion. Um, the feminine energy is represented by the moon. Um, it's a nurturing energy. Our mm. feminine energy is healing, um, in flow, in touch with our cycles, in touch with the rhythms of um, nature. So our external cycles and our internal cycles. Um, so the feminine is really, if I start talking about the masculine as well, you'll, you'll feel the polarity. The masculine is more kind of like goal orientated, getting things done, um, structured, presence, analytical. Um, so the, the kind of, you know, if we split it into our beings, the masculine is the consciousness and the presence and the feminine is the body and the flow and the cycles. So the masculine is very sort of um, quite consistent, motivated, and the feminine is the allowing mm. for changeable emotions, um, spontaneity. And so really we live in, in a world, especially up until now, that has very much been supportive of the masculine energy. It's been very much, um, you know, the way we work, it's very like nine to five, mm. five days a week, the majority of the population. You know, we're very goal driven, we're very much in our heads, in our minds, which is very much the masculine, disconnected from our bodies, disconnected from our emotions. Um, you know, on a my um, a macro level, if you look at the sort of the the earth is representative of the feminine. You know, she's changeable, and um, the way that the earth's been treated is almost like the feminine has been very much um, ignored and kind of rejected and and suppressed. Yeah, it, as you're speaking, it's making me think of um, I had a conversation recently about the way that 
I think it was actually around uh, being a feminist, but the way that we do live in quite a masculinized, is that the word? Masculinated yeah, environment. Yeah, masculine energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and how actually women have kind of uh, pushed down their natural femininity or people have yeah. in order to succeed and um, compete almost yeah. at the top of their field. And that, that's quite a masculine energy yeah. to, to be working at that level at that pace yeah because I mean even like the feminine movement although it's done amazing things like being able to vote you know standard you know quite all these are quite masculine things so practical things as in like I need you know my rights and, and yeah. that kind of stuff which is necessary it's almost getting women in gender being to be matched up in by masculine standards yeah but it's kind of almost gone like anything a man can do I can do and and then we and do it in a set in the same way yeah and what we're saying is like we want basically that's almost more of a repression of the feminine because we're saying just because we're women it doesn't mean we can't conform to a masculine way of being yeah. and yes we can but women and men you know are uh, need to tap into their feminine energy to be health to feel healthy you know to feel whole um, this masculine way of doing things is great. It's necessary. It's, it's, you know, part and parcel of it. But when it's so heavily tipped in that direction, you know, we're feeling stressed, we're feeling burnout, we're feeling, um, we're suppressing our emotional states, we're mm. feeling disconnected from each other because we're not able to relate to each other in our authenticity because we're just plugging up all this emotional stuff within us. We've lost our connection with Mother Earth, mm. um, you know, and, and that, you know, the as you will know, the kind of connection with motherhood and the initiation of that path, like how it's kind of treated in our society now, you know, what the, like, how I got my baby body back, is that how you say yeah. it, or post-baby yeah. body, or, yeah, yeah, or the snapback. you know, oh, yeah. all these things. Yeah, and, and, and also just, you know, oh, I had a baby two days ago and I'm out doing the weekly shop. Yeah, just yeah. Just kind of not allowing ourselves like, to be soft and be vulnerable. Yeah, and, and yeah. to really drop in mother energy and yeah. just like, yeah, be really connecting with with your baby. And it's fine if people want to do that, but I feel that we've actually just got, got this system that has planted or programmed this way of being onto us that when I started to connect to my feminine energy, I was just sort of like, whoa. It was just opening up wells and wells of things for me that I re didn't realize I'd been stuffing down. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind so, of unconscious. Yeah. The, the programming and the conditioning is so deep. Yeah. Like so generations deep. deep, really. Yeah. You know, we, we, we tell, like, the suppression of our emotions in, in men and women, you yeah. know, beyond whatever gender you you uh, subscribe to mm. um you know that we're starting to understand that emotion is uh, an energy that that wants to move and when we sort of stuff all that down we, we just end up holding it all and that's how we end up you know feeling over so much overwhelmed because if you're holding so much and then someone puts just the tiniest extra thing on you it can feel like i'm just gonna crack yeah. you know yeah um but we're all kind of guilty of you know when a friend cries saying oh don't cry don't get upset we kind of almost so programmed not to deal with emotion yeah not to understand how the flow of emotion yeah the importance of the flow of emotion i think it's also that we're we are so um we don't want to be uncomfortable. We are mm. not comfortable sitting in the uncomfortable. And if someone around us is 
displaying hurt, sadness, uncomfortable feelings, yeah. we try to pull them out of it. Yeah. Because it's then uncomfortable for us to be around that. And it's yeah. like, oh, let's just make it better and get it away. And But yeah. actually in doing that, we're not addressing yeah. anything. We're not allowing ourselves to kind of experience our full range of life, really. Yeah. And it's interesting, this discomfort, because I find that when people start to come into their feminine, there's just so much discomfort with <laughs> <laughs> feeling their body, mm. you know, letting your body move in non-prescriptive ways is, you know, dancing. People are horrified yeah. by this notion of just like, let your body flow with the energy. And it's like, oh, my God, no. Nope. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so funny. I Yeah, I am um, absolutely a hundred zillion percent used to be that person. And I think <laughs> yeah. in, in a way I still am in some in yeah. some way I think yeah. sometimes I feel comfortable sometimes I don't but um yeah my my husband at, when I was on my teacher training my yoga teacher training he um asked the lead TT who he's very good friends with we were had to had to do a partner exercise and we all had to hold hands and she made me demonstrate with her and she was like I'm doing this because my you, because your husband told me to do it and I knew it'd make you squirm and I was just like oh my god <laughs> it was so uncomfortable but now I look back and I'm like yeah like yeah. I'm, I'll dance here. Cool, whatever you know. It's, yeah. But once you access it, it's so, it's so freeing. I mean, how empowering is that to go from feeling super awkward in your own body mm. to feeling so comfortable and in flow in your body? Yeah, and, and just not caring. I think what yeah. other people think. It's and that's that's the the way of the feminine. You know, like that's the path. That's the you know by, by sort of accessing that feminine energy, you can start to open yourself up and impact like liberate yourself yeah. from the 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 kind of the cages we put that um, yes they might have been programmed from the outside but and then essentially we take them on internally mm. and so we are responsible for undoing them internally as well yeah definitely yeah so how does um so this is kind of how you came to temple of feminine and what is the temple of the feminine yes so that's like my the the kind of platform that i use to share this work so to share connecting to our feminine energy um i work with women one-to-one -one. i also run workshops i teach uh, a heart opening meditation at remind because the feminine is the way of the heart as well mm. it's like you know, I call them the three sacred portals, like our heart, our womb, and our yoni, which is Sanskrit for vulva, vagina, pussy, whatever we want to call her. Um, you know, and it's like those three sacred parts of our body that we can drop into um, and sort of clear and open up to help us sort of reconnect to ourselves and to our inner feminine. Mm. And then within that, the deeper we go into ourselves and the more intimate we go with ourselves, the deeper we can relate outwardly as well and the deeper we can connect, not just with other people, but just with our surroundings. You know, it can really sort of, it's like fine tunes you into your inner wisdom. You know, the feminine is your inner, your, your intuition. You know, that deep, um, the mm. wise woman who's just got this deep knowing, you know, the mother yeah. who just knows knows it all, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's That's the feminine energy. That's the, that's that we all have access to if we can just drop in. Yeah. So yeah, Temple of the Feminine is my platform for for this work. Yeah. Um online I've done I'm just uh, the last week of my online courses tomorrow as well. So yeah, using different um ways of of bringing this work out to reaching to women. women. Yeah. yeah. So what would um so I remember I was supposed to come to your workshop in February yeah. and I, I couldn't get a babysitter. It's such oh. like a drab reason, but I was so excited to coming to 
well, that was a Freudian slip, wasn't it? I was so excited <laughs> to come. Yeah. <laughs> it's all going off in here at the moment. Oh, I love um, that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I couldn't get a babysitter. But what would a workshop... So I think... I think because culturally, maybe society, we don't often talk about sensuality. We don't often talk yeah. about sex. It's all a little bit taboo and kind of even the conversation around touching yourself, yes. let alone having sex with someone else. So for if people were to come to one of your workshops or, or even kind of like hover the mouse over it, what would they expect? Yeah, so the main workshop I'm running at the moment is the Sex Magic Workshop. So I run them once a month, um, or have been running them once a month. (laughs) But we're in different... (laughs) We're recording this, it's not going to come out right now, but we are recording this like amidst all of the coronavirus (laughs) mayhem. And we're sat in the same room, we're not wearing boiler suits. We hugged, we hugged. We hugged, yeah. yeah. Oh, how we laugh, maybe like we'll listen back (laughs) to this. We're going to listen to this in 10 days and be like, oh my God. History is in the making. Mm. Um, But yes, I've been running the monthly sex magic workshops. So I do a lot of work around awakening sexuality as well. And the reason, yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to ask, would you say sexuality is part of a feminine energy? Because even the male, I know it's really hard to, I don't want to be to wipe out or just talk about the two genders. But I think for the sake of energy, it's quite simple to say masculine and feminine energy. Yeah, sure. Would you say that, sexuality is or that sensuality I guess is more linked to a feminine energy because the approaches are very different I would imagine yeah so if we look at it because you know if we look at sexuality in terms of masculine and feminine um the feminine is the sort of sexual sensual erotic energy that flows and the masculine is the the penetration you know it's like the penetrative stance you know that holds space for this flow to Mm, to kind of roll you know sort of flow around um there's a so in hindu tantra there's a um what would you call like a statue uh, of the deity so it's um i've you're going to have to excuse me. I might get this all kinds Sorry. of wrong. I think it is Shiva and Shakti. And Shiva's yeah. sat down. It's it's quite a common um, position to sit in. And it's called Yabyam. So it's Shiva's sat down cross-legged. Um, and I think he's got his penis uh, out and his lingam. And Shakti sits around him with her legs wrapped around him. And the penis goes inside her. And it's like she's kind oh, of like wow. arms up, almost like the dance. She's He's kind of like the main presence, like holding, grounding her in, yeah. rooting her in with his lingam which is another word for penis cock (laughs) and then she's sort of on him and like she's able to flow and dance and by being rooted down and it's like this is like a metaphor for life you know like being able to be grounded and present so that we can flow and be free to create yeah you know we are the feminine energy i say we and it's because i i do speak from quite a heteronormative space in terms of i identify with being in a woman uh, in a woman's body and live in life like a woman. Mm. Um, but it is beyond that. Mm. Um, and the, f- the, you know, the feminine sexual energy, the feminine energy is creativity. You know, the feminine gives birth to life. Mm. 
but that can be a human or that can be a project or you know the creative flow is a feminine energy if we want to be in our creativity we need to drop into our feminine energy Uh, we need to be getting out of the kind of analytical mind as many creators will know you know if you're very much in your head you need to get into a space you know we'll all have our tools to get into our creative space Mm. and our sexual energy is the is the energy of creation um so it's very very linked to the feminine um but going back to my sex magic Sorry, workshop, we off. <laughs> that will probably happen a bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, I I run it for women, but I can do it for both. So I run it for women just because I want to create that safe space where we. So one of the the huge pieces that have, has come for me in this in my journey is how important sex is. Like it literally gives is human life, like gives life and pleasure. Mm and connection but it is one of the most overlooked and suppressed parts of of our society and within religion and spirituality and you know even some sort of people that practice tantra turn their nose up at the the notion that sex is involved and tantra has taken a a journey of becoming they call it neo-tantra when it's very much focused about sex but you know there's this this kind of pushing sex away all the time is just a sign of how suppressed it is. Like, how can you not bring sex into your spiritual practice? Like, how can you not bring sex into your personal growth practice? Like, it's, you know, it's so important. Um, you know, it's how can you deny that part of humanity? Yeah. You know? And yeah. and so then it was not even that. It's realizing how powerful that source of energy is and how powerful it is to reclaim that piece of yourself. Um, from a society that's hijacked it, right? And just told you what you need to think and feel and, you know, about our sexual energy. So my sex magic workshop, sex magic is an ancient um, tool or, um, yeah, uh, magic, source of magic that um, um, tantricas um, have used to, where it's basically using our sexual energy to manifest. So raising your sexual energy and holding an intention in your mind um, for what you want to bring into fruition, so what you want to bring into reality. It could be like a new home, it could be a job, it could be a creative project. And then you're really activating your sexual energy and bringing it up the body so it's not just laying in the genitals, so you're really bringing it up the whole chakra system and raising it up essentially into your third eye and just filling yourself with it and using that power to kind of send your intention out into the universe. Um, So you're bringing all that creative energy and pulling it behind in this beautiful ritual. You know, when you understand the power of intention and energy coming together, it's the the most powerful source of energy you can use to manifest. And it really is about energy, not um, sort of like, sexual climax or orgasm exactly i think that's i think there's such a disconnect between seeing sex as an act we do to gain something yeah i.e an orgasm masculine driven which is yeah, yeah it's incredibly masculine um versus actually sexual satisfaction is an energetic thing that we yeah. can all harness yeah and it doesn't need to be from a penetrative act yeah yes exactly and these workshops you know there's they encompass so much like Mm. the more I do them the more I'm 
deeper, drop deeper into why I'm bringing them. And it's, you know, it's it shifts our perception of what it means to feel sexy and aroused. You know, it's when I say sexual energy, it's yeah, it is. It's that it is feeling sexy, but not for someone else. You know, it's yeah. like when you feel juicy, when you feel vibrant, when you feel alive, when you just like I want to celebrate yourself. That's the energy we're cultivating in these workshops. Mm. And that may be for arousal, but some often I know in my past, my arousal has been very um uh, sort of limited to my genitals. It hasn't been like a full embodied experience of really like feeling myself, you know? And so this is coming away from that idea of just, um, you know, bringing up your sexual energy by excessive um, stimulation on the genitals and then yeah. an orgasmic release, yeah. which is great. But when you start to harness your sexual energy, when you start to understand how expansive it is, you can almost come away from that whole idea of having an orgasm and just fill yourself up with this energy of like pleasure and joy and celebration. Mm. You know, I talk on my Instagram sometimes about like finding the pleasure in other things like in food and like really find like when you just fully embody the pleasure of something that that's your sexual energy, Yeah, you know, and yeah. really it's like deep presence with your body, like deep embodiment. And this is really what's happening in these workshops is I'm guiding you to be so in your body that you're feeling the pleasure and, and releasing things that are in the way, just allowing the flow of energy to move and you're raising your energy, you're raising your pleasure, you're raising your sexual energy mm. in a ritual space. So do you find that um, the people that come to your workshops, are they sort of well-versed in this sort of stuff? Would you find that you have a lot of people kind of dipping a toe in and exploring? Total entry level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's what I love about it. I'm just like, fucking go you. Mm. Like, it's just... And, you know, they, everybody always says how safe they, fe they feel. Yeah, good, yeah. And, like, how normal it is because... Our sexual energy is so normal, yeah. you know? It's just that it's, again, it's been hijacked to be about sex and sex has been hijacked to be undercover and taboo yeah. and behind closed doors. Yeah. And all that's fine, you know, there's there's no, there's no sexual acts happening in my workshops, you know, in front of everyone. That's just not happening. But we are, you. it's just a full permission space to touch yourself, you know? under your blanket energetically mm. um you you're free to get up and dance your energy around i encourage you to open up your throat chakra and make noise yeah to get into your animal body to find yeah. your sexy goddess and really play with that energy um yeah and women are always surprised at just how safe and accepting it all feels yeah and that in itself just plants a seed of shifting and coming out of that cage around what sexuality, what we've been brought up to understand sexuality to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just kind of like opening the door a bit. To and what a privilege, I think, to, to hold that space for people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like I'm just smiling. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the, I love the rituals. They are really have to be experienced because something is happening energetically within all of us. I'm kind of like in and out. I I can't sleep for hours after them because mm, wow. <laughs> I'm so high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not really in it, you know. So, 
yeah, it's just so, um, I'm kind of in and out. It's like, um, I've talked about it a few times, like it's like you, you take a sip of your own medicine. Yeah. So when you when I've done plant medicines, the people who are serving, they take like a sip of what they're giving us. Yeah. And it's it feels like that, like I'm just sipping what you're getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm kind of in. Um, sitting around the outside. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, yeah. And the medicine is sexual energy, yeah. you know, and we're, we're doing healing work. We're doing expansive work we're mm. doing yeah it's just super powerful mm. I just yeah I feel a bit goosebumpy just talking yeah, about you're them. lighting up yeah you see, like, lighting up yeah and then a bit sad that the March one's not happening oh right so that's what I was going to ask <laughs> oh. 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 when is um so I guess everything for now is on pause yeah but essentially monthly they're happening monthly um in london in quite central spaces so right. the space i had before was near liverpool street station the space i had for march was near old street station mm, okay um yeah so they're happening space. yeah and i'm thinking of doing an online one this month yeah. which i think is a great way um of experiencing it it's I, I think in it it cannot replace the in-person. It's a completely different experience, but it's a great way to just be guided in your own home through, yeah. you know, to be held through um, a, a self-touch ritual. And, you know, maybe you'll go deeper in your touch because you don't have to be on video or you don't have to appear. I will just be guiding. Yeah. Um, but essentially, it's it's really not about touch. It's about the energy. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's the in-person. Energy can transfer online, and that's not a problem. But there's something about us coming together in ritual. Yeah. In ritual space that's just, you just can't beat it. Yeah, no, it's absolutely, yeah. I <laughs> completely agree. Having yeah. a group of people together is really magic. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so you said that you came to this work through your own kind of exploration. Yep. How did you land, I know there's not kind of like, I went to a training and I did this and now I'm <laughs> this, because it's such, I think with these kind of, with energetic work, it's almost a culmination of what you pick up along the way. Yeah, totally. But where was your sort of base point or your route? What were the sort of big stepping stones along your journey to get here? Yeah, so it was, um, I found myself on a Kundalini Tantra yoga teacher training in India. Okay. And I had no intention of even doing a yoga teacher training. And I didn't know what kind of yoga this was before I went. I mean, what, what happened, I was, I was sharing this the other day, actually. It's, <laughs> I was in India on a, a healing trip after my mum passed away. Okay. And I'd been in India. I was sort of learning to, me um, to teach meditation. I'd been meditating for a while. Um, and then I was sort of like wandering around a bit lost I was at a Ashtanga yoga retreat in in Goa because I'd followed my friend there. And it was just not very me. Um, I wasn't going to any of the yoga classes. I was just hanging around the juice bar. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it was we. It was a really nice space, but it was bunk beds and, um, oh, here I'm really showing my um, <laughs> princess nest. Come on. Um, but it was great because my princess took me to where I needed to be. So it was bunk beds. It was super hot. Um, I was getting uh, bitten by bed bugs and by mosquitoes and and India was heating up and I was in Goa like the hottest part and I just was a bit kind of like okay I, I can't sunbathe anymore <laughs> I was like I don't know what to do and I was saying to my friend I, I just want to go home I, I want to go home but I'm not ready like I just don't feel like I'm ready like 
I haven't really got what I came here for and I don't know what I've come here for. Mm. And she said, well, why don't you do yoga teacher training? It will give you the structure. I love, um, I loved the kind of spiritual traditions in India. I love the devotion. I wasn't getting it from where I was. It was a very Western um, y- yoga space, you know, yeah. where, where, you know, it's Ashtanga. It's very much on the physical, which is fine, but just wasn't what I was looking for. And I was like, right, okay, I'll do my yoga teacher training and then I'm going to go home. And she's like, I didn't want to be a yoga teacher, but I thought it'd just be a good thing to have. <laughs> um, and so I said, if I'm going, I'm not, I'm going to back to Rishikesh. It's too hot here. I just can't be here any longer. Can't be in I can almost hear you're saying like your princess side yeah. as you're talking about it. I'm like, oh, there she is. Yeah, <laughs> Your yeah. voice is changing. <laughs> I was like, I'm not staying in ashram conditions either. I've had enough of this. <laughs> I was like, where will I find one of these places? And she said, go on the Yoga Alliance website. Yeah. So I went on, there's like this handy drop down menu. And I was like, Richard Cash. And then um, the first one that came up, it was like swimming pool, um, <laughs> air conditioning starts on Monday. I was like, what? What's this? I think I want to go there. And I emailed them. There's like, yeah, look, we've only got one space left in the deluxe room. Do you want it? I was like, yeah, 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 hundred percent. Or here's all my money. <laughs> Take me there. And I got there, and it was just, oh my god, it was just mind blowing. It was probably like, you know quite a lot of people were dressed in white they mm. like a lot of returners the teacher was the the guy who, like the master who channeled it so you get me okay. it straight from him um and it just just completely shifted everything it like everything made sense about energy like it shifted something on a deep cellular level on, in me and yeah. i had like kundalini awakenings like fully experienced like lightning bolts going through my body and awakening experiences and and also a hell of a lot of sexual energy (laughs) it's amazing how when you're even if you don't know what you're looking for if we really listen to our intuition and kind of notice the signs or the the things that the universe is putting in our way how we do just sort of land yeah where we need to be yeah and it's, I think it's Steve Jobs said, life can only be understood looking backwards. Mm. And yeah, even the times when I was in India, like, what the fuck are you doing, Amy? Just <laughs> bundling around, yeah. you know, on one train or bus. And like, why am I here sometimes, you know? Yeah, just like, absolutely. Did I make the right decision? Yeah. And then for it to all just lead to that that place. It's called Sattva Yoga, by the way. So many people that ah, I've shared. Sattva. We've Have done you... uh, YTTs there. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. In Rishikesh? Yeah. Oh. We did our advance there. Beautiful place, isn't it? I haven't been. Oh, I'm okay. the admin person, but yeah. Oh, okay. It was yeah. Scott swimming pool. Yeah, great. It sounds amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so happy for you all. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was honestly like... Oh, and, and basically, yeah, it's, it's Tantra, so white Tantra, so a lot about Kundalini, not about sex, not mm. about sexual work. Um, but a lot about the masculine and feminine and the deities, so like Goddess Kali and Tara and Hanuman and Shiva Shakti. And it just was like a remembering for me. Like it came mm. so easily. I was just engrossed in it all. And it resonated like in every part of my being. And it just was like, wow, this is why I'm in India. You know, this is why, yeah, it was just one of those moments, you know, yeah. they don't happen often in no. life, but you're just like, I know why I came here. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's really special mm, yeah that was great <laughs> um it's also really as you're talking I'm kind of like connecting dots between I think because there is uh, resistance to the idea of sexual energy and kind of a resistance I guess around vulnerability yeah. around that not speaking personally but I think society from societal point of view but then you're also talking about yoga which is non-sexual yeah and and just energy work again which is yeah. not seen as sexual but all mm. of these different things are essentially creativity right yeah, and, and exactly. being in your center yeah yeah and awakening you know this this sort of you know our sexual energy is our life force energy mm. yeah exactly yeah. essentially when the more clearing you do the more free-flowing that energy is going to be, mm. the more you tap into it. And we tap into it with our awareness, you know? If we're completely disconnected, like, in our heads, we're not going to be aware of our life force energy. We're not going to be aware of this creative flow, this yeah. sexual energy. But bringing awareness into it and then doing the clearing work, um, the energy clearing work to remove the blocks, the blocks can be your limited beliefs or your, you know, the, the suppression yeah. that's been tapped into then allows it to flow more freely. But yeah, something happened in these kundalini practices that really shifted and, and woke it up for me. But I I mean, we weren't learning how to work with sexual energy per se. So mm. I was just, you know, popping to the bathroom every five <laughs> seconds <laughs> and <laughs> masturbating and getting rid of it. <laughs> and then I waited and found the nearest eligible bachelor to... <laughs> support me in my quest to handle this sexual energy <laughs> and then it was through that when I got with him that I realized I had a lot of it was almost like a mirror was being held up to all my kind of patterns and behavior in sexual interaction and how sort of contracted and disconnected I was um, which seemed so at odds with this like beautiful flow mm. that was just available to me as I was sort of moving around. Then the minute I would get into like a connection or even in my masturbation practice, I'd get very clenched up and very in my head and very kind of goal driven, like just wanting to have an orgasm. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm yeah. really seeing how I shift. Um, and so I really embarked on a period of celibacy after that to as in not connecting with anyone else but really exploring my own body and I had to really start self-pleasuring and meditating and really dropping it back into my body um to to connect back to just sensation yeah to let go of the goal of orgasm yeah. and to start to just feel what it feels like to be with my body and to start moving this energy around me without like oh my god i feel a little bit of sexual energy i need to go and have an orgasm and get rid of it like, yeah it's like ch it's chasing something isn't yeah it? it's kind of almost moving away from yourself moving away from your body yeah it's almost like i can't handle this i can't hold this yeah and actually there's a lot of sort of self worse stuff linked to that it's almost like when we feel pleasure like there's this sort of deep deep rooted belief in us that we might not even be able to access it's almost like I don't feel like I'm worthy of feeling this much pleasure yeah. I want to get rid or want to get out of it you know it's almost a bit of a self-destructive element within us that I've noticed as well yeah you know I don't deserve to feel this much pleasure yeah you know so I'm going to contract when I feel it you yeah. know 
I wonder also if there's a bit of that uncut like we don't like to sit in the uncomfortable. Yeah. And if pleasure brings up feelings of shame or yeah, guilt, totally. Then it's almost uncomfortable to be in that state, even though it's pleasurable. Yeah, yeah. And so we just then like shove it down, like yeah. oh, let's just pretend I'm not. Get it over and that. done with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or get yeah, get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, I just embarked on this journey of uh, like exploring yeah my body and my sexual energy and and that within itself is is the femininity and the feminine energy and and like it's un, like un, unrub like they call it derubbling and rewilding for women or like yeah. unlayering you know like peeling off the layers of um conditioning and mm. beliefs and shame and trauma and all these things that have just been layering up that have been suppressing all this energy within me yeah. yeah yeah do you think that there's um when you were saying about your sexual patterns prior yeah. to kind of exploring that do you think that that is connected to the way that we are perhaps taught or not taught about sex and what its uses are from a young age yeah i mean it's a bit out out of left field here but I no, think yeah, I hear you yeah I think you know we, we're we not taught I don't really remember being taught about anything maybe some pictures of a pelvis yeah. <laughs> I don't really remember much it's else useful, wasn't yeah. It? <laughs> yeah 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 I mean absolutely I think I was having a conversation with someone uh, a few weeks ago and they were saying that the clitoris was removed from textbooks in the late 90s you yeah, know, because I think it it's was not only part of reproduction. So why do we need to know about yeah. it? Yeah, I think it was only discovered in the eighties or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we're not really taught about sex as pleasure, and then when we're not taught about that, we're not taught about then the emotional body and the emotional impacts of sh sharing sexual energy and having mm. sex with people. Um, we're quite emotionally immature in that sense. Mm. Um, we're not really taught how to, yeah, how to self-pleasure either. Um, one of the things that I, the reasons that I was in this undoing phase is because I learned to, I had my first orgasm watching porn. And then I couldn't orgasm unless I had these sort of scenarios playing out. So I would go, even if I was with a partner, mm. I would go into fantasy. To, to get to bring myself to orgasm and it'd almost be I'd be so lost in the fantasy and so sort of contracted it's almost like not wanting like no other factors could be present because it would disturb me from yeah. my goal of getting to orgasm had to have like these stringent things in place to reach an orgasm and it was just not allowing my energy to flow freely through my body yeah. you know, it was, wasn't being in tune with it it was really getting lost in the mind to achieve arousal. Yeah. So like there being there being a very strong kind of neural pathway to, in order to achieve achieve orgasm, this has to be present. Yeah. And nothing else could come in around that. So it was cre through self pleasure, which is what I teach as well. We create new neural pathways to feel sensation in the body and to feel pleasure, and we expand in that. We actually soothe our nervous system through self-pleasure because we invite that whole feeling throughout the whole body mm. um, rather than just having this one pathway. We're creating the, all these pathways so that we're just like, expanding in, the, in this pleasure. It's, it's deeply healing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so your workshops are not 
phone at the moment, but people can find. <laughs> I had to stop, but yeah. people can find you online. Yes. Do you? Is there somewhere that you would um, point people to if they wanted to start exploring around this work? Yeah. Are well, come to me. Obviously, you. But <laughs> yeah. from you know, their books or their other websites, that, you know, because I yeah. think when you first start out around, when you first start exploring this kind of work, there is. Um, there's a lot of perhaps places that aren't so great yes. <laughs> to look at. Totally. Um, and I think it can be kind of confusing because it's around sexuality, but it's not necessarily around sex. Yes, totally. So, yeah, I've got a few recommendations. Um, I have a, a self-pleasure e-booklet available to purchase on my um, website, which is a, 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 an amazing tool. It's just full of... Um, different elements of unraveling this kind of unraveling this un derubbling this un like unconditioning of ourselves mm. like deprogramming um to start to access your life force and your pleasure also in terms of like the feminine energy one of my favorites is rewilding for women okay. um they're just fabulous they're great they've got podcasts and yeah articles and things so they're really um, amazing cool. to go into sort of more tantric stuff um, Elia Tantra School um, run by a lovely woman called Chantal it's in Australia they have retreats um, in Europe sometimes but she's got great blogs and videos and things on her website as well um, yeah I think do you think that this work is becoming more in demand I know that this I mean Women and sensuality and this feminine energy that's obviously it's been going on for generations. Um, and I know that there's sort of, you know, a whole um, host of people before us, bef you know, generations before us that have sort of been paving the way. Mm. But do you feel that perhaps due to the way sort of movements like Me Too and Time's mm. Up, that women are starting to become more emboldened and empowered in taking ownership of their own sensuality? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 always a difficult one for me to say because I would say yes, but I wonder if I'm just uniquely in this world. Yeah. <laughs> so I see it all happening. I definitely feel that we are in the best position to do so mm. because, like, freedom of speech and this, you know, that we're definitely, there's definitely things shifting. Even just the way, you know... It's almost like we've had the feminism of, um, you know, anything you can do, I can do, and I can be a, a boss bitch and all these sorts of stuff. Yeah. So we've kind of reclaimed all those pieces, and now there's like a reclaiming of the feminine. And yeah. I think that, um, yeah, I, I I really feel like there there is kind of a, a an awakening of yeah globally of the feminine. Um. What do I mean when I say that? I guess if we, I, and I, I ask that because then I, my mind just goes to like war-torn countries and I think, what, what, what do I know about <laughs> the awakening of the feminine there? But at least from what I can see in terms of maybe more, more of the West, um, if you look at things like Trump or, you know, like all these things were happening, you He's know, a like thing, not a person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This thing was <laughs> happening. Thing. You know, it's like sort of bigotry, this dis you know, because all these things, they do intersect each mm. other, you know, um, 
They were always happening, but they just were going under the surface. Mm. And even if you think about the work that I'm talking about us doing ourselves, when things are suppressed, it doesn't mean they're not there and they're not driving your life. And the first thing that you need, to, the first way of healing the suppression is by bringing it up to the mm. surface to be healed. Yeah. So when things, when the ugly really starts to present ourselves, present itself, it's coming up to be purged and to be healed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a really good framework as well of thinking about our current political yeah. status and that actually it's there because we need to purge it. Yeah, it was already there. Yeah. You know, we yeah. just didn't know it. You yeah. know, wasn't seeing it on like the main stage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, uh, with with the kind of feminine awakening as well, there's been a little bit of a chaotic kind of Kali energy of like fuck men that I think's calming down because mm. that that's that in itself is is not a uh, uh, that's a wounded fe- that's the wounded feminine coming out that needs to be healed as well and and ultimately we need you know the healing is in um, unity yeah yeah absolutely yeah like the the uh, you know the the kind of patriarchy I'm almost get going a bit off that word now because those systems and beliefs whilst yes they are outside of ourselves it's the the internal programming that we now need to shift within us so being you know constantly being angry about the patriarchy and and um you know it's definitely a thing and i understand it but it's definitely our responsibility to heal that anger and you know healthy anger is good but if we're coming from a wounded space we're not going to be able to make changes yeah so we do need to heal heal that piece as well yeah and that anger is almost kind of over masculine being going back into that masculine energy isn't yeah. it where actually yeah. if you can get both the masculine and the feminine to sit yeah in sort of symbiosis yeah. that's yeah. that's balance and men are under this system too they're not like you know there's not a, a huge puppet that's here like controlling everything i mean why i'm thinking of trump again <laughs> but well he's just you know a victim you know a, a, a symptom of the patriarchy yeah. you know this is a system that we've all been you know part of in mm. some in some way shape or form even if we don't feel like it there is an internal structure that's that we've um that we've now got from this that we can start to heal and work yeah. on you know it's from the inside out yeah absolutely yeah okay cool thank you so much for your time thank you um where can people find you yep temple of the feminine on instagram that's probably my main platform and then that'll lead you into my website and show you the various courses and things that i do I am in these coming weeks. I'm not sure when this is going to come out, but um, I will be bringing a lot of offerings online and I'm in the process of creating them. I'm also in the process of creating an offering for men around, yeah, around connecting with women um, and connecting with them um, on a physical and energetic level. So just, yeah, really learning to um, really go into consent and boundaries and, and, touch and yeah yeah that's wicked yeah cool. yeah so yeah great uh, if there's anyone that you think might know would be interested please send them my way as well <laughs>